All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Downercast. Yes, welcome. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. And as Jason said, this is the Downercast. Um, we do feel that we Such need to uh, figure out a way to intro the show. We do. We really need to figure out a way to intro the show. We also want to make it very clear that we are not any sort of mental health professionals. We are um, mental health patients. Yes. <laughs> um, and um, so, therefore, I mean, any anything that we say on here, um, you know, don't take it as medical advice. I mean, you know, we're doing no. the best that we can. Um, basically, the whole point of this show is to. Um, just give a little bit of a window into what it's like having anxiety and depression and hopefully give a better understanding to those who might be dealing with it and those who know people who are dealing with it. Um, That's right. So, yeah. We have a guest. We do. We do have a guest. guest. Our first guest. Tell us a little bit about yourself there, guest. Hello. Everyone, and when I say everyone, I mean uh, Brian and Jason. Everyone listening to this, can I talk like very smooth? You can talk. You can talk however you want. You can talk however you want, baby. Um, hi, my name is Adam. Uh, we don't give last names here, probably. So um, you could. You I mean, could. I mean, if you if you, if you don't so want obliged. to. My name is Adam Chavez. Oh man, he's there. It is. It's official. Living dangerously. <laughs> it's so official now. Um, <laughs> basically, I know Jason and Brian. I've been doing theater now with Brian for a few years. Um, he basically told me that you guys were working um, your guys' conversations on how you guys have dealt with anxiety and depression in the past and currently still dealing with it and I was like dude I deal with that every day I write about that constantly like it was actually such an interest to me so I'm really pleased to be here today and you'll probably hear more about my life as we go I don't want to give you a whole lot of biography right now on the spot right cool right. no good um, yeah no Adam and I um, actually you're talking about we've been doing it for a little like we've been doing local theater for a little while um, it's coming up on the two year anniversary of the opening of the first no. adult evening of Shel Silverstein really yeah so it's it's been just shy of, of two years since the opening of that show so when we started we had already started rehearsals by this time two years ago oh man that was a fun was show was that you guys first show that was, that was the together. first show we did yeah. together yeah we nice. grew up we grew up knowing each other kind of it was weird because like I'm a lot younger than Brian and my fondest memory of Brian is is not probably his fondest memory of myself <laughs> uh oh <laughs> does that deserve a story or is that just let's all, hear it yeah just, no no go ahead go okay ahead. well so basically you know um, as a child, um, I was probably what's first grade. See, I was in I was in I was in sixth grade. I was in kindergarten. So yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember he was at my house because him and my sister knew each other well. Um, they actually went to I think Salt Lake City together for like National Children's Choir. Or yeah, something for like National that. Children's Honor Choir. Yeah, that. I remember. Ooh, this. fancy, yeah, fancy. And um, so yeah, they're in the backyard. I remember like just being an annoying, obnoxious little kid. You know, the only thing changed now <laughs> is I've grown up. But I'm still annoying and obnoxious. But I remember playing tag with him in the backyard. And I made him start chasing me. And long story short, we have a giant brown iron fence that he came a little bit too close in contact with in his arm. Oh, boy. And it yeah. it flat out ripped open my arm. I still actually have. It took uh, eight stitches to close it up. Dang. And I actually have like a little crescent moon scar on my forearm from it. I'm surprised Damn. you didn't do like a skin graft for that. It was, it was, it was well, oh God, it was, really? I mean, yeah, it was, like I mean, not open. to be, not to be too graphic, but there was literally, there was like fatty fleshy stuff hanging out that they had to cut away before they could sew me up. <laughs> I could like, still picture how it did not bleed at all. Like, I yeah, no, it, yeah, fat. it just, it hit and it didn't bleed at all. It just, yeah. it just pulled it just, all like, the, turned that part of your arm inside out. Yeah, basically. Oh, oh man. Yeah. It was, it was, it was nasty. It was and, not fun. And your guy's poor grandma. <laughs> was oh, there yeah, and she was, was just like 
I mean, like, basically, yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah, verbatim, verbatim. yeah, just about, just about. And so she had to drive me to my dad's office. Um, Never saw Brian again. Yeah, (laughs) actually, probably not, because I, I mean, I'm, I honestly can't I think remember that was to, seeing you again after that. That was toward the end of sixth grade, and then I went to Kingsburg for a year, and then I moved out to Oklahoma. Yeah. After that, so yeah, probably I'm not. Get the fuck out of here. And so as <laughs> as the story continues, and it shall have, um, we end up doing a show together. Yeah. And Shell Silverstein was a show that if you missed, you missed a lot of cussing. I yeah, missed it. A lot I was so sad. I don't think I don't it, think we were like hanging out then, were we? Huh? We weren't really. Um, I like we knew each other and yeah. we were friends, but it wasn't like yeah we didn't talk much. Yeah, not really, not really much at that point. Your face like this? What? The yeah, was that <laughs> nothing? This yeah, is yeah. actually probably the majority of our hanging out, except for texting. We yeah. text all the time, basically. Yeah. <laughs> But we both have, you know, we both have kids, kids and, and we work and, mm-hmm. and, and we have wives that work the, you know, either the evening or night shift. And so we have to be at home with the kids most of the time. Yep. So, you yeah. know, plus like the last couple months of our lives, we were dedicated to uh, all our free time to Shrek. Yeah. Shrek so. and then 12 Angry Men before that. <laughs> 12 Angry Men. Yeah, I know. It's so, been, it's been crazy. Yep. So, um, so it's kind of nice to just to relax and hang out and, you know, talk about things you don't get to usually vent about. You right. Know? Right. So, um, so th- again, thanks for having me. Of course, of course, <laughs> it's a pleasure, sir. Um, so, just a quick little around once. Um, you know, I, I like to kind of start off with a uh, how how's everybody doing type of deal. Jason, how are you? Uh, how are you doing since our last time? It's been about what about a month and about a half, a, maybe? Uh, yeah, something like that. So a month, month and a half since yeah. our last podcast. I'm actually doing very good. Yeah, the last two episodes, the first two episodes of this show, I was always like speechless. I thought I heard my daughter. No, no maybe not. <laughs> um, but I, you know, the first two episodes, I'm like, oh man, I've just been doing really shitty. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, yeah, things have been going pretty good. That's I mean, good. there's there's been times when yeah, there's been some lows, but not like nothing that stuck with me. Right, you know? right. It's been pretty, pretty uh, even keel for the most part. It's been kind of nice. Good. You know? Not so much of a roller coaster. That, that, that's very good. Yeah. That's very good. You're on a bit, bit more of an uptick yeah, now. Yeah, it's nice yeah. of a quiet time in my life, which is yeah. fun. Um, things have been going good with That Movie Podcast. Yeah. You could either find us at thatmoviepod.blogspot.com or mickbuttstuff.com. <laughs> I like the second what? one. You really can't. Really? really? Mickbuttstuff? Go to mickbuttstuff.com. You know, I went to mickbuttstuff.net. It takes you to our website. Thank you, Matt, for that, I'm assuming. No, that no? was Nathan Ha from Nerd Noise. Nice. At nice. nerdnoisepodcast.com. Can, can we go an episode without bringing up Nathan Ha? I don't know that we can. I don't know. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, he is. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He gave us some good feedback on our show. And uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, he's a really cool guy. He's been on that movie pod a couple times. Yeah. Um. Anyway, after we after we talk about our our shit. Yeah. <laughs> I got a I got a couple good comments on our show. So oh, cool. I want to bring those up. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm doing good. <laughs> good. Nice. <laughs> that's it. My daughter's kind of sick right now. That kind of sucks. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, like, that's always in the back of my mind. But uh, I she's teething. Like oh. super bad. Yeah, so she'll run a slight fever during all that. Yeah, yeah. you know that. This is your second kid. You know yeah. that. So it's like, dang. I mean, it's crazy. She's she's teething hard though. She's got like three teeth coming in. Yeah, Ugh. I remember those days. I don't. I you don't. remember? <laughs> I'm just trying to connect. Having no kids over here, I'm just like, oh yeah, it's children. He's batching it over there. I know yep. those. 
So now I'm gonna I'm gonna be totally rude and just be searching my phone uh, for it. for good word on our show. Okay, nice. Um, all right. Well, I guess myself. Um, How are you, Brian? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. It's been this uh, this crazy sort of you know, as he was saying, sort of a roller coaster type of deal for me. As I've said on previous episodes, I'm more, especially in recent years, I'm more on the anxiety side of. Um, of the whole whole anxiety depression spectrum sort of thing Mm -hmm. um and so i um i recently left a job that i've been with for six years um which congratulations by the way thank you thank you yeah no i i moved on to something that hopefully is going to be you know a lot better more of a career type of thing um the the big thing though that happened that really just oh man it, it just just about killed me was a um, having to go and put in my two weeks to this company that I've been with for, for six years. And, um, I almost, I, I literally, I felt like I was going to throw up <laughs> as I was walking oh, up because I went, I actually went and met with my, my former bosses at their house. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I was like, I don't want to do this over the phone or via text message or whatever. So I went to their house and I said, you know, I said, and I was just in my mind, I was just like, oh my God, they're, they're going to, they're going to cuss at me. They're going to like yeah. throw me out of their house and all this. And they were they were actually, they were like, oh, wow. And I told them about the job and they were like, wow, that sounds like something that you can't pass up. And so I was like, oh man, they were like way more supportive than I thought they were going to be. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. And then I find out from my general manager that one of them was saying that, oh, he's not going to make it at that new job Oh wow! and saying all this kind of mean stuff about me. You know, Um, everyone, I think it's good to live with doubt. You know, like if people doubt you, Prove them wrong. Well, no. It, well, and the it was one of those where, to which this is one of those like, sort of you know not not to sound very cliche, but I had this sort of like victory moment as far as that goes because in the past when when anybody would go oh you know you're not going to make it or you're not good enough for this or whatever I would let that just sort of sit and just stew uh-huh. in the back of my mind and I would just have this major self doubt. Yeah, that and, was part of like the depression and then you know you know anxiety brings right. more lack of self-esteem sometimes with a lot of things. Right. So yeah. And so, that. and so this was one of those rare time. This was one of the rare times where I was like, you know what? I'm going to make it. Fuck them. I'm going to make it. <laughs> and so like, it was just, it was like, it was one of those rare times where I was just like, I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, like, uh, like someone said something bad about me and I didn't immediately go, Oh, they're right. I'm a piece of shit. Right? <laughs> That's awesome. That's and so, awesome, yeah. So this, this is like one of those and rare also, times where like, I got this man. I can do this. I also want to commend that. Like, first of all, Six years at a job. I know how that was. You know, I left a six-year job. I worked at Zoomies there for like, yeah, six and a half years or something like that. And, you know, leaving that place felt great. Right. But at the same time, and I don't know if you can um, relate, but it was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Change. Yeah, what am I yeah. going to do? Change. Like, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, dealing with, you know, for me, anxiety is my, 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 my biggest thing. It's like everyone, for me, for me, like I have a tough time with change sometimes. Like, you know trying something new is like, okay, let's see how this goes, you know? Right, and, right. and so like, you know, you're just kind of comfortable with what you're used to. Right. And so going on to something new is like exciting, but it's like, oh my God, I'm scared shitless. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and for me it was, it was leaving my old job, starting a new job, Shrek finished up mm-hmm. and, and you figure we went 12 angry men and then we immediately started rehearsals yes. for Shrek. So, so I've been, I've been doing acting. nothing but theater mm-hmm. since like the first of the year, basically. <clears throat> Um, and if so only you could get paid for that. Yeah, I know. Right. And so, and so then, then that stopped. Um, Casey, my wife started a new contract at work where she's actually home one more night a week. Um, which is good 
but then it also it creates this sort of like I have this like financial stress thing in the back of my mind. Um, and then with this job, um, I'm actually they're paying me more per hour. But for the first like month of my training, I'm part time. So I'm only getting like 30 hours a week, like, yeah. 20, like 24 to 30 hours a week. So I'm like, oh, crap. So Casey's making less. I'm making less. And yeah. so there's just this whole like, oh, God. Oh, what are we going to do? Yeah. Yeah. You just got to deal with it for a little yeah. while. Yeah. And yeah deal with it for a little while. And then eventually, like when I'm done and I'm no longer part time, I'll be making more than what it took me six years at my former mm-hmm. job to make. It'll compensate for yeah. the lot, lack of, you know, income that currently happening. Right. right How long are you part time again? Two months? Um, It'll be it'll be like they're saying like basically like probably around a month to two months. Nice. And then after that, they said we'll negotiate salary. Um, but it. but the sort of ballpark figure that has been thrown around is that I would be making about 50% more a year than what I was at my previous job. Nice. So yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's basically, it's like Casey's working fewer hours and then I'll be working the same amount of hours, hopefully at a job where I'll be making more per hour. So it'll kind of balance itself out. When you but, guys, when you guys um, do negotiate, yeah, you got to walk in there like <laughs> with, with like a nice dress shirt and a tie, but the sleeves are cut off, <laughs> right? And you just walk in, you put your foot up on the chair, you don't even sit down, you go, you want me. And you just look at them dead in the eyes. I'm here to fuck shit up. That's right. And then they'll just be like... <laughs> Slow clap. <laughs> <clears throat> nice. Nice. Give the man $500,000. Yes. Signing bonus. That's right. Yeah. So... um. <laughs> So yeah, so that's pretty much how things have been going with me and um, Adam. Just a little bit about we'll currently, dig, we'll and then we'll get more, more into a little bit more yeah. later. Yeah. How um, are you doing now? How am I doing right now? I'm doing well right now. Like uh, Brian was saying, you know, uh, it was constant, you know, nonstop of theater for a while there. You know, from January till just what three weeks ago, if has that. It, where you forget weeks. what free been time weeks actually yet. is? Yeah. yeah, where I I had all my free time was dedicated to like, okay, I go to work get off work, go straight to theater. And then after theater, like uh, go straight to probably the gym, crash out, getting like four and a half, five hours of sleep, do it to myself, of course. But like, I don't know, like that's the way I process. Like I kind of have to be kept busy or else like, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? You know, like, I don't know. I get like nervous not doing anything sometimes. So it's like, I kind of got to be productive even if it's, not being productive. I'm like, that same way too. That's why I started doing podcasts. Yeah, no, it's like, seriously. Yeah. It's like, like I got to oh, be doing I'm something. I'm sitting here home alone while my wife's at work at night and I'm still awake. So I'm going to start doing other stuff yeah. <laughs> to keep me busy. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> so, I mean, that's, you know, pretty much where um, I've been having to like, I've been writing more and going to the gym more and just kind of like trying to do some things that I haven't had time to do. I got an oil change finally yesterday, hey, which I've been nice. having to do for like a month now. <laughs> so yeah. uh, that was nice, but um doing well, just working hard and looking forward to, um you know, pool parties and going to Vegas in a month, you know, trying, oh, yeah, to, that's right. trying yeah, to get out of the up. valley for a little bit. So uh that sounds like fun. Spending time with my family whenever I get a chance. Yeah. I forgot what pool parties are like. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a pool. Yeah, and but then just, like everyone <laughs> just sits off to the side, right? Oh, uh, no one like, ever. No, no, no. You don't swim. Like, you don't swim. At yeah, no. And yeah. and everyone's afraid to talk to each other, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's oh, how it always was for pool parties for me. Was yeah. I'd sit off by myself and I'd keep my shirt on <laughs> while everybody else was running around with no shirt on. But there's always that one guy though. The chicks too that does jump. Well, no, in. no, no. Sweet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> one of those pool parties. One of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I've been doing well. Just uh, cool. 
That's awesome. Yeah, transitioning right now. And I'm going to be yeah. uh, directing Brighton Beach Memoirs uh, coming this October. I'm mm-hmm. uh, going to start getting ready for that. And like, my tryouts are like end of July, beginning of August. So, was that a plug I heard? That was a plug. That was, a plug. That was no, hey, that it's was a plug. Yeah. yeah, I like that. You like yeah. how I just do that? You in just there? like slipped it right in, right like in a there. ninja. Is this, is this your first time? First doing time a on a production team. On yeah, production so I'm team. assistant directing that. Um, my director, my fellow director that I'm working with is uh, Mike Durr, who, which is funny because when um I first did my first theater debut when I was like eight or nine. He was actually the director. Oh, nice. So it's it's kind of crazy that I'm be working alongside him. And I get to work a lot with the acting approach and blocking. And, you know, because like doing theater now for a while, I kind of know how it should go. Not right. necessarily meaning I can always just, you know, interpret it. But I know how it should go. So, right. like, I can help a lot with that and kind of maybe keep things on on schedule. Uh, Mike's amazing at, at, at doing a, at set work and um, kind of managing the whole thing he he's, does an awesome job at that so we have great people to assist us with costume um, my sister Nicolette's of course going to help out with like producing and basically helping us stay on track so it'll be fun it's going to be an experience something yeah. new so yeah that's all that's awesome. very cool so yeah you did you find the I I, I realized word, that kind of I words? had talked with Sean Faust on the phone oh. so I couldn't find his messages Aww. but um he basically was just saying, you know, it's awesome. Like he loves he 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 had said how it was it was cool how we um didn't do what we do on that movie podcast and we right. actually like stayed on on <laughs> subject. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. But he said you know, he liked the laughs that were there and he said he really liked what we talked about and everything and and then um Rob Weeks from the Firefly podcast mm-hmm. um he said uh, he gives us a nine out of ten for our first two episodes, and for a new podcast, like that's you know, a, that's a big deal. That was awesome, and, and so that, Rob, that was that was exciting. Rob listens to a lot of podcasts. He actually, yeah, he has yeah. his own his own blog called Potterazzi where he reviews mm-hmm. podcasts. And nice. Yeah. He like he'll listen to a bunch of new ones all the time. And so he's like, yeah. And he told me, he goes, in a pr- in a completely objective point of view, I'd give you 9 out of 10. Because, you know, I'm his friend and he's right. always super supportive. But he's like, yeah. no, seriously, this is good. So, woo us! Yeah, awesome. yeah. which, yeah, Firefly podcast is sort of, you know, Rob's latest. But he used to have a podcast called The Rhythm Section Podcast. Yeah, that you killed. I did kill, apparently. <laughs> I was on there and then like, they like... has killed a good thing or a bad no, thing? No, no. Like, oh. like, okay, <laughs> ruined okay. It. my episode, my episode, according, oh, according to Rob and Johnny, who were the hosts, uh-huh. um, my episode was really good, but then I think they only recorded like one episode after that and then they never recorded no, anymore. No, they didn't. Oh. I, I looked back. Yours was the last one. Was mine the last one? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah no. So, yeah. So, there, there's... all faith the, Yeah, that. there's there's the Let's joke. Let's just hope that I don't do that to this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I you think, might. You might. I think, it's, I might. it's up in the air right now. It's up I in think, the air right now. Uh, yeah. I think part of it was... Um, the Rhythm Section podcast was always this sort of like, let's all just have fun and, and you know, have a few beers and hang out and, and have fun and everything. And mine got a little bit serious, which I guess means that I'm sort of a shoe in to be on the downer cast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, mine got mine got heavy shit. Yeah, no, mine mine got kind of serious cuz I was talking about sort of the history of of the band that I was playing with at the time, Renegade Conspiracy, which um we're sort of on a very long hiatus right now. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, so um I was talking about the history of the band and and there we that as a band we went through a lot. Um and so yeah, so that was one of those deals where um 
things got kind of heavy and it was this long episode and and um cut it into a two-parter yeah i got cut into a two-part it was so long <laughs> you get those moments where it's like why are you being so negative well, i'm not being negative i'm just being realistic yeah yeah being real, yeah, yeah yeah like, like i'm not even trying to come at you everyone like in a negative point of view like yeah at the same time i'm not gonna like bullshit and say yeah everything's great yeah i don't know yeah 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 yep yep <laughs> yep yep yep, yep. <laughs> Yep. I'm like, I feel so freaking lighthearted today. Like, yeah. I just feel like just being an asshole. That's yeah. awesome. So I'm probably going to be. So. Uh, Sorry. It. No, do it. <laughs> Sorry do in it. advance. Yeah. I want to say I like those orange Star Are those Star Wars? They are. Oh, I like them. Rebel Alliance. Headphones. Look at that. That's right. Yes. I, uh, using the All this is getting edited Sony's out. right now. <laughs> yep. And then so, sponsored by Jason. Yeah. <laughs> this, this episode is. Brought, brought to you by Jason from the Downercast. Wait. Hey. Hmm? Oh, wow. Um, <coughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, Adam, um, you said you're more on the side. Back to our guest, of oh, course. Yes, a little bit that's of your right. Past. You said that you're more on the anxiety side of things, which I can obviously relate to. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, tell us a little bit about, you know, sort of. Let's get real a little bit. Yeah. Let's, I mean, right, let's, yeah, let's, no, let's, no, let's no. talk a little down. bit. Let's get, let's little get down on the Downercast. Right, that's right. Yeah, no. Um, well. Start been, from the beginning. From the beginning. Okay, I'm so, <laughs> so uh, my mom and dad, you know, they first met. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, I heard yeah. a really funny joke. What was it? It's gonna be horrible, like awful. So it's gonna ready. get edited probably yeah. anyway. It's just, that bad. Let's just go for it. Did... Nope. I don't know where is this going? Where is this going? <laughs> that's that's just that's the, joke. the joke. That's the joke. <sighs> oh, <no>. sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm just speechless. You, you know, I may have killed the rhythm section podcast, but you've just killed your own podcast. I'm my sir. Own show. It's awesome. At least I didn't make that joke. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I'm good so Lord. happy with myself. I say we like take the joke out and then just leave everyone's like mind just wondering what was the joke? Yeah, like oh god, it's like the it's like the, it? it's like the it's like it's like it's like it's like the cat story from that movie oh, podcast that had to get edited. Out. That had to get edited out. But they're still talking oh, about it, and was like, I want, I gotta know, I gotta know. Let's just say it had I to did. do with women, to... huh? I had Never to do a, on, on that movie podcast. I made a. I told a horrible story from my past. Oh god! That was like awful, and everyone was just like, "Oh no!" And the 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 only way I could edit it out was by taking out another joke later on. But I left the other joke in because it was funny. But out of context, it was like just confusing. Ah. So later on, I just I put in a, like a follow up episode that was just my story, and then I just had to say like, "Hey, everybody! So yeah. uh, this is an awful story. Here you go." <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was horrible. Self defense, man, or pet defense, or something. It was. Yeah. That cat was raping my cat. <laughs> That's fair. Now, now you have to tell the story. Okay. I gotta know though. Was it a male and a male? Or a female <laughs> yes, and a male? yes, it was a male and a male. So my, my cat kept coming home, all like tore up, like mm-hmm. all the time. All tore up, like, like he he had <laughs> scratches all over his back and his sides and stuff. And so me and me and Mariah were getting ready to go play pool, and I had my own pool cues like in a case and everything. And so um, I walked out, and this cat has my cat pinned down. And he's got his claws in his side. I could see blood. And oh he's just God. like furiously humping my cat. And so I went, went over there and I whacked the cat with my pool cue case. You hit the wrong cat? No, I hit, okay, I hit that cat. <laughs> Imagine the wrong and he cat. Went, and yeah. he went, he went <laughs> rolling. Make the situation worse. Yeah. He went rolling. And then 
before he could really like catch his balance, I just picked him up and I threw him. Wow, that's <laughs> asshole cat. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I got a lot of hate for that. Yeah, he got a lot of hate on that movie podcast. The I guests did. and everybody that were on there, they're like, oh my gosh, that's a horrible story. Yeah. You, said that, you said that on a movie podcast? Yeah. Was on my, guys, were you guys on doing my for podcast. Stuart Little or something? Or like Mouse <laughs> Hunt? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> what was the podcast where cats came up? Was it Cats vs. Dogs? No, it, I don't even remember how it came up now, but it was we were talking about Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, no. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, this is yeah. non sequitur there. But yeah. but yeah, so I threw the cat and it landed in the middle of the street and it kind of just ran off and I never saw it again. So I'm pretty sure I killed it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But hey, it kept hurting my cat. So that's fair. That's fuck, what I said. It's, fuck it's, that cat. It's pet defense. There, that's y- right. I think there's times where that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. The souls of animals are less valuable than a human soul. Yeah, we went off on a tangent. We went way off. Okay, back to our guest. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Yeah. I was going to bring up the gorilla thing that happened today, and but I'm not going to start talking about that. but Because <laughs> that's like another 20-minute conversation. <laughs> we're only at not even a half hour yet. So oh, okay. This is, this all is right. good. This yeah, is we're good. doing all right. We're doing yeah, all right. I like this. I feel like it's been five minutes. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, myself. Okay, so going back to that, like, I've been dealing with anxiety since um, I can pretty much tell you when. Like, I guess as a child, like, you know, we all, everyone deals with anxiety, you know, whether it's severe or not to the individual, everyone has those moments that, like, they're nervous, you know, like, uh-huh. I mean, we all have, but as far as, like, constant <laughs> moments that have no explanation sometimes, mm-hmm. I don't, not, maybe that's where some people can't understand what I've personally experienced and do experience, of course, um, and I didn't notice it myself until like 2010. Um, it was a weird. That was probably the worst year of my life ever. And there's a lot, of, <laughs> yeah. but it's kind of unfortunate because actually a lot of good things did occur that year. But mm-hmm. as a whole, I hated that year. There was like no way to accept the good things. Cause yes, you know, and it's kind of it's things. kind of unfortunate. Yeah. Like you know, like my nephew was born that year. You know, my sister got married that year. Like there was a lot of cool things that happened that I'm like that I love. Uh huh. But. You know, if my life was like it was to, like today, a little more controlled, I would have been able to enjoy it a right. lot more. You know, and um, you know, I think what set off my anxiety, if I had to tell you, was a lot of events that I did not expect to happen. Happened. Oh. You know, um, I came home. I went to school. I went to school at Cal Poly for a couple of years. I got went out there, did biochemistry. Kind of let life hit me really hard at one time, and realize. The real world is not as forgiving. Like you gotta do your own work. No one's gonna do it for you. You fail. No one's gonna get you back up on your feet on your own. You gotta do it yourself, pretty much. Like you, people could tell you to get to get better and teach you your work done, but no one's gonna do your work for you. So I realized that. I came back home. I didn't do well out there, and I was like back in Salma, basically at you know square one, and everyone else seems like they were doing really well. You know, everyone was away, progressing, either in relationships, families, school, jobs. I came back. I had no job. I had no school at the time. I had to move back to my parents. My my sister just found out she got pregnant. My other sister was going to get married. And I was just there. Yeah. And, you know, other things happened that, you know, I'm not going to – I don't personally want to say. But a couple of the other things that just built on that that I was just like – yeah, I think that's kind of what initially destroyed me. And yeah. and it sucks saying destroyed because I'm better, but I'm always going to have this. And I know. I basically 
um, came to terms with the fact that I will always have anxiety and yeah. how I deal with it is on me. You know, I can either just sit in the shadows and, and always be scared of it or I got to just fight it day by day. And then each fight doesn't feel like I'm fighting anymore. Like I live my life a lot better than I used to. Um, That's good. You know, a lot. Like mm-hmm. I can do almost everything without freaking out the way I used to. But the way, you, you know, the way I used to feel, I'll never forget. Like it's it's a feeling that you really can't explain fully to someone. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like... It's a it's a suffocating, trapped feeling that you have no control of, and it <laughs> sucks. And and for me, the depression was secondary. You know, mm-hmm. like the anxiety was initial, and then everything that came from it got me depressed. And the depression just started eating me up. I took all I took on writing, and um, in the end, like I don't know, man. It's made me appreciate life a little more. It's made me view the world a little differently. And I know I'm just kind of going to rant here. Sorry. No, that's, no, that's that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's what this you know this is yeah. your episode. Yeah, man. this is no, your episode. No, like, so. um, yeah, there's so much more detail I, I want to give too, but I know Feel like free too. I mean, yeah. give, we're we're you know big proponents of give as much or as little as, as um, you yeah, want. And you we're know? not going to pray though either. You know, yeah. I mean, what yeah. you what you don't want to talk about? Oh it. no, yeah. I mean, I actually I wrote a couple things that I might read a little bit later if that's cool, cool with you guys. Hell yeah, I did um, want to I did want to say you know you were talking about. Um, how like there's no way to describe it accurately at least mm-hmm. is I always say like because because of that I've sort of just said like well I'm just a I'm just a crazy person like that's the only way I can Pretty I can like tell something it's to. just like like it's so irrational there's nothing there's no reason why I should be freaking out right now exactly and, and my whole yeah. world's falling apart I'm just fucking crazy I mean <laughs> it would it would get to the point where like it get to the point where. And I was so new to that feeling, like, you know, I was, you know, I'd get nervous about little things, rational things, uh-huh. you know, right? and I'd get over it, and I'd do them anyway. And then it got to the point where, like, this this, this anxiety took over everything I do and every decision I make, and I hated it because I wasn't strong enough to fight it, and I was scared shitless of it. Yeah. Like, so in, 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 um, as a consequence, I ended up just not doing anything like ever like i would have to just like I-, I wanted a haircut one day and if anxiety hit me hella hard i'm like well fuck i'm not getting a haircut today you know like seriously like right. i couldn't like you right. know like yep. i gotta go to the store <sighs> and it take me like an hour to prepare myself just to go to the store like you know like just to do little things that make no sense at all and it pissed people off you know in in in, in terms just do this exactly it yeah. started just pissing everyone off like i at the time when it first hit me like 2010 like i was in a relationship or anything so i didn't have a girlfriend to piss off but you know my parents my family i, I would just bail on functions sometimes like this sometimes i would just like family breakfasts i would just be like yeah i'm not going i'm not gonna yeah. go today like i'm sorry i can't yeah. go and they, they just think i don't care or you know friends or things like that like i'm not gonna show up you know and in terms like it pissed people off because they didn't understand. They just think that it was a cop out or it was like your way of just saying you don't give a shit. And it's like, dude, it's not, I don't care. I just, I can't do that right now. Like, you know, and especially if you do anything at me spontaneous, all of a sudden being spontaneous was like the worst idea <laughs> ever. Yep. Like yeah. ever. Like oh, I could man. not do anything spontaneous. Like there'd be random days where like my dad was like, Oh, we're all going to go up to uh, make a drive out and you know, Yosemite. You want to go check things out. You want to go? Hell no. That sounds miserable. I do not want to do that because yeah. I hate even to this day, there are still things I just don't do. Like, if I could stay away for a bit, I won't do it. Right. You know, uh-huh. right. like I know what I do and don't like and things I can and can't control. And there's still some things that I'm like, mm, I'd rather not, you know, like I don't like traveling period. 
I will travel, but I got to be in control of the situation. Like I like to drive. Mm-hmm. Or, Good luck going to Vegas. I know. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> well, and, and for my homies that are going with me to Vegas, I kind of explained already. Like you know, like I'm gonna freak out. I'm gonna have fun when we get there, but I don't like the process of mm-hmm. going places. I don't like all <laughs> yeah. that stuff, and it makes no sense at all. But that's just me. Like right. I, I don't, I don't. It doesn't have like to it. though either. I you mean. know, and um, yeah, like you know, I have to be in control of a situation. I think once I feel like I'm out of control and I don't know my my way out of things, I start freaking out, and then it bottles up, and the next thing I know, I'm just panicking, and it's like you feel like every wall is closing in on you for a second, and you just don't know how to escape that situation, you know? And and there's certain things that I've learned help me. Like, you know, I, I will basically close my eyes, try to breathe as, as deeply as possible, and I'll, like, check my pulse on me. And I think, like, by squeezing my wrist the way I do sometimes, especially before shows, as I've discussed mm-hmm. with Brian in the past, yep. he has his own, you know, method he does. Um, those things work for me. And I pretty much pray a lot. And I'm not the most religious guy in the world. I really am not. Like, I don't go to church on Sundays and stuff. I mean, I do have a religious scripture on my on my side tattooed. I believe in God. My relationship with God is different. And, you know, whether you're religious or not, I basically ask for <laughs> control and composure. I think the right. most things I'm just asking, just, right. just, just compose me and just I'm not asking you to make me nail whatever I'm going to do. Like, don't, I'm asking for me to do great. Just, just make me not freak out help me not (laughs) fall apart yeah yeah help me help me just a little bit not completely fall apart and die out there you know right i think i think probably one of the best like if you're you know um jason and i are are both the type that we we were we we have we have a past with church but we don't we're not currently very churchy people practicing yeah we're we're not we're not not practicing practicing christian but i I I i'm not here to preach religion right no 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 no, no, by any means no everyone has their own way of doing things no actually i'm not saying that all actually on the contrary i was going to say is that i think for me probably as as someone as an anxiety sufferer sufferer probably the best sort of um thing is of of words of wisdom or whatever is sort of you know the whole idea of the peace that surpasses understanding Mm mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. and that that to me is almost like that's sort of like the the anxious person's prayer almost is like, oh, yeah, give definitely. me the peace that surpasses understanding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just basically, you know, the whole idea of like it's a beautiful idea is that 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 you can shut everything off and just find peace. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, and the scripture I have just for anyone listening and interested, like, I wonder what he has or if they don't give a shit anyway. But I'm going to say it's like for the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. And that's my way of saying, like, I'm going to do what I have to do, and whether I fail, whether I do well, it's it's his. Like it's for it's it's mainly like I'm doing this pretty much for God. Like everything I do is in his like in his glory. And you know, I have no control of what I do. And if he wants to pass down anything to me as far as relief, then thank you. And he has. I feel like right. you know, either it's psychology like psychologically it works for me. And if it does, then great. Yeah. That's- but Oh, go on. Yeah, I no, I mean, no, 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 it's fine. No, I feel like you know, you know, whether whether God's responding at all to me or just psychologically it helps me, mm-hmm. it's it's a medicine. You right? Know? Yeah. Who knows? Well, for one, who knows what the truth is? Who exactly. Knows if there really is a God, or if there's not. That's true. So, I mean, yeah, it's who I mean, who knows if as it Vol- is. As Voltaire said, if if a God didn't exist, man would make one up. Right. Because, yeah. You know, we need that closure. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, one, one of the best pieces of advice I can give to anybody who like feels as lost as I do or did at least is, is that, you know, like look, look for truth is just search for truth anywhere. Mm-hmm. If it's religion, if it's 
if it's science, I mean, I, I believe that you can have both science and religion. Right. Mm-hmm. But exactly. But uh, yeah, <laughs> evolution um, is possible without I mean, with and without God. I yeah. Think. Yeah, exactly. But I always tell people, you know, just like look for something that you can find truth in. If it's if it's movies, you know, I mean, because there, there's been movies that I've watched that like spoke to me mm-hmm. and, yes. and, and like taught me this huge life lesson. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, wow, I'm going to apply that to my life. So I always tell people, yeah, Dude, look where's for the my truth. car? Yeah, <laughs> right. Dude, where's oh, my car? Man, that's that's just life changing. I've actually and... never seen that movie. <laughs> no, but are you guys like the kind of people too, like that? You know, with movies especially, and like even music, any like any form of art whatsoever. And to me, like art can come in like this right here. To me, is art. You know, I think art is just expression and 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 heart and someone just pouring something they care about on the table, whether it's graphically or you know, yeah, visually, right. audio, whatever, whatever it be, like. Um, you learn to kind of like analyze things, break it down and, and appreciate either or appreciate or not even appreciate, but at least take another point of view into consideration on whatever the matter is. You know, it could be like, for instance, movies like Interstellar, movies like Fight Club, like any movies that like kind of twist your mind a little bit and you're like, wow, okay. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and you think differently yeah. or even movies like, um, I've seen like, uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower or like. Uh, that one with Jim Carrey and uh, Eternal Sunshine Spotless Mind. Oh, things I that, love that movie. Exactly. Things that speak to more what you feel, things that you actually think of, think about. Like, yeah. you're like, cool. Like, yeah. someone out there kind of knows what I'm going through or thinks how I think. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, that's good. Anyway, like I was saying, yeah, like that, like that was the, that was always the best piece of advice. That's the best piece of advice I got is, is look for tr- truth and question everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always just like, like what what are the pros and cons of believing in this one thing or mm-hmm. or, or you know and and all that kind of stuff so i thought that was kind of cool. have an Just, open mind exactly mm-hmm. yep and and that that goes for people who like don't experience anxiety and depression like we do you know like like yeah. or like anybody if you are listening and you don't experience that i mean if you have somebody in your life who who suffers from this kind of stuff and don't don't be that kind of person that's just like i don't understand why you feel this way you should feel that you know this like um some people have always like told me not in so many or not in so little words but just just be normal already you know like like stop stop being depressed right or you get like or you know or you get like people (laughs) i i don't know how many people told me this but like i'd get you're young what is there to be depressed about or you're young why are you anxious? Like, oh has god, nothing I, to do with I'm it. Like, that. come on. Like, and it sucks because like they don't understand. And you know, I, I live life still, and I look at people doing things so spontaneous or or just living life comfortably. And they probably have their own demons. You know, they probably have their own things that they're dealing oh, with everybody that I don't know does, about. Yeah. But when it comes to like this, I think like, oh, you're so lucky. Like, like <laughs> I wish, like I wish I could be like that again. Yeah. I wish I could just talk well, into shit and just do things, you yeah, know? Like, well, yeah. and that's, that's, that is sort of the, the, the anxious or depressed person's like worst enemy is comparing yourself to, no, comparing yourself oh, to other oh, people, yeah, yeah, comparing yeah. yourself to other people because you just, you sit there and you go, oh man, so-and-so has got it all together. So-and-so, man, I wish I could be more like so-and-so. And you just, you beat yourself over the head with this I, this idea that there's there's always someone better than you or that there's always something better than that <laughs> yeah. current situation that you're in and you don't allow yourself to be present. Uh-huh. Just to yeah. be present in that moment and enjoy that moment, you're constantly going, oh man, I'm such a piece of shit because I haven't achieved this or I haven't done this. Yeah. And um, yeah, and yeah, it, I don't know. That That's basically, my, that's, that's my two cents. Yeah. <laughs> 
mine isn't so much as as I haven't achieved this and this. It's it's I participated in this horrible thing or you right. know, like right. like those kind of things right. where yeah. it's just like oh wow yeah. So Adam, do you have something you want to read? Yeah, I'm say, I'm say you, you've got your notebook, man. I, I have a couple. Yeah, I mean, like I have. Oh my god! So like, what what kind so of stuff? What what kind of stuff do you write? Like, what do you write about? Well, you know, I it's it's weird because like I've been writing, and I got to give my sister some credit on this because if it wasn't for my sister Bridget, um, I probably wouldn't write like I write today. Because when I went away to college, I didn't have anxiety, but I was scared. You know, I was on my own. I was like, you yeah. know, I'm going to be away from home for the first time. And, you know, I'm not going to have my friends, my family there to talk to every day. Um, but, you know, she gave me a notebook. And at the time, I didn't appreciate it much because you know, I don't write for fun. Um, she's like, you know, she gave, me a, she gave me a notebook and she wrote in the first page and just kind of just expressed, like, you know, write. You know, anything you're thinking, anything you can't tell people, just write it down. And it came to be, like, my best my best hobby. Like, now I, I always write. And for a long time, I was writing, like, twice, if not three times a day. Um and so what I write basically is has changed throughout the years and months of however I feel. Like it could be the saddest shit ever, um, but it also can just be just me talking about things I've accomplished. And then I also mainly like to write, um, lately especially, is more like my perspective on life or on certain topics. Like I like to write my, my I guess you could say philosophical approach on something, whether it is time, death, or anything like that. And I like to just elaborate of what i think and the other complete opposite side of that is i like to write comedy so nice yeah so like i'm pretty into like you know just writing what i hope to be stand-up comedy one day and that's a whole other side that i don't really show people because it's not gonna be stand-up comedy if i don't if i just keep sharing it all the time yeah. <laughs> and i have the bad and i have a really bad habit of like thinking something clever and then writing it down thoroughly and then somehow end up leaking it on snapchat and i just kind of like give up very short bullshit description of what my whole writing was about i'm like well i can't say that now in stand-up because now it's gonna look like i just repeated myself so i gotta stop giving away my stuff on snapchat a lot of stand-up a lot of stand-up comics have their i mean yeah they'll repeat jokes and stuff like Mm -hmm. they they do one set in one town and then they do that same set that's true different i mean yeah well in that case i gotta like write those down again (laughs) because i get the habit of being like damn it rip it up and throw it away like i just gave it away hey yeah if they're good jokes keep them I mean, mm-hmm. there's always going to be somebody else who hasn't heard them, or if you hear it again, I mean, it's still funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I that yeah, keep it, dude. And it, I want to hear some of your jokes if later, if you if you don't mind, like after we turn off the mics or whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, maybe maybe then I'll, I'll probably <laughs> release a couple. But yeah, I was having a tough time figuring out like, okay, what do I? I don't don't ignore that. That's don't let me go right there. Hold on. <laughs> um, sorry, that was that was a Shrek uh, background yeah, was, noise. Anyway, that like barely even came up on the mic. Yeah, I did. That I was nice. Yeah, these mics no. are good. I really like these mics. Um, no, I was thinking to myself like I, I definitely want to like read something, but I didn't know what I want to read. Like what I what I like. Do I want to read something that I never told to people? Do I want to read something that I've showed on my Instagram? Because I post some of my stuff on my Instagram sometimes. Remember, I wrote something today. So I mean. Yeah, I'll read something if you guys want me to. Yes, that, that, yeah. that's, that's absolutely. Okay. absolutely. Like, that's good. This is this is this, it's this pretty is much like time, a man. it's a journal I mean, type of style though. So like I have stuff that's a little bit more like you know poetry, and then I have stuff that's just journal. So yeah, if you guys if you guys it's don't. it's basically it's what it's whatever you feel comfortable. I mean, you you are our first guest. This is a very new podcast, and and kind we of have no idea what goes. we're doing. Yeah, and <laughs> I think I think I think it's basically it's you are the guest. This is this is your time. You know, it's you know. Yeah. Okay. Well then. Um. 
Well, let me get, let me like try to get in a position to where I can read and, and talk in this mic. Um, <clears throat> I'll read something. <laughs> I'll read something that like, and to me, I don't mind reading this because yeah, it's kind of ex- it's exposing myself a little bit, but I don't mind reading it because since this time when I wrote read that wrote this, I'm not the same person. I've changed since then. That's good. I think I bettered myself since then, and I think that my my feelings on the matter aren't the same. I think they're stronger. I think I'm more sure of what I want. So it might be kind of depressing. Good. But that's how it was. <laughs> this is this is the downer cast. Yeah, man. So, um, and you know what? I have stuff that gets you know, way more personal and depressing, but I'm not going to say those ones. <laughs> one, one thing I got to say, the whole reason we decided to start this show was just the fact that it's uplifting to hear other people's struggles, mm-hmm. you know, like, like just the fact that like other, you, you can hear about somebody who, who has problems with like alcoholism and they talk about their alcoholism and they talk about how, how hard of a time they had with it. And just hearing about that, like or them talking about how they cope with it mm-hmm. and stuff is uplifting. Even if it's sad. And I even, mean, if, it's it, still even like, if it doesn't man, make sense to you. Like, yeah. You know, right. it's like, no, it's just inspiring. It's inspiring that, you know, everyone has their own demons. And, and so, yeah, if it is depressing, who, who gives a shit? I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's good. Yeah. And, and obviously you... Like you said, you have bettered yourself, and and so yeah, yeah. yeah. Then no, that's awesome. I mean, that's that's exactly my goal for the show is just yeah. to show like make pe- everyone people. cry. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Basically, showing people's like progression or not even progression, but how they deal with it. You know, like mm-hmm. even if people are the same since they were three years ago, like having the courage to face it. Yeah, you know, exactly. With however yeah. you do. Yeah, the fact the fact that you're still here after what you've been through, even if you haven't had much even if you don't feel like you've had much growth just the fact that you're still here with whatever it is that you're dealing with at that time mm-hmm. says enough about your resilience as a person mm-hmm. so exactly. anyway sorry go ahead no okay so this was written um i heard this and i'll say the exact date may 18 2015 so it was a year ago mm, all right. and a lot happens in a year you know oh, yeah. um as far as my perspective on things and mind you this is kind of like after I've already dealt with more anxiety, depression, and stuff like that, but things going on with your life and kind of feeling like you're stuck in a situation and you're afraid of change, the whole thing of change again, like that mm-hmm. still hits me. And like changing for me has always been my hardest thing is accepting what was, moving on to what's going to be, things like that. It's, it's for me hard. And so um, when I finally tackle it, it's like uplifting. Um, so this was before I tackled any of that. Right, right. <laughs> nice. All right, so, um, <clears throat> so I'm just gonna go. Uh, okay. <clears throat> so like, it's like this is and for me. This is a lot because I never say these things out loud. <laughs> I right. understand, All right. man. All right. So, <clears throat> the older I get, the more questions I have about why God chooses to write our life journey the way He does. I get that life relies on moments of sadness and fear, confusion and doubt, pain and rejection. But how come the pathway has to be so extensive? When does the pure happiness, the light at the end of the tunnel, the pot of gold moment present itself? Why do so many people have to get hurt in the process? To learn? To grow? Do pathways overlap because it is written? Or do we just make these choices ourselves? I'm tired of traveling a path that only seems to bring the negatives in people's lives. I just wanted my happiness to be overlapped by others. She was, is such an amazing and caring individual. Why isn't that enough? Why was... Why was I introduced to true, unconditional love for someone that was just moved along their path? I've been stuck at the same position in my path for many months now. I'm too afraid to move. I have grown accustomed to this environment, and although I know the spot in the path is not safe, I fear what lies ahead could be much worse. 
at least in this spot I know what the circumstances are. I have seen how bad the weather can get here, and although I suffer, I survive. I have settled, because I fear that a path with no knowledge can destroy me. I am weak. I am scared. I crossed a person who offered a world that seemed amazing, but I don't know that world. Although it could have been the happiest place if I gave it a fair shot, I'm unsure with the odds. This weary path is my home. It once blossomed with radiance and beauty. It was the happiest place I'd ever seen. I would hate to lose this spot. A lot of me still sees the potential in it. I hope and pray tomorrow will present a brighter day. Maybe then I'll be less scared and able to relax. I wish someone could help me forget this place. Every day I grow more lost in my home. I wonder where that girl is now. I hope that her path wasn't polluted by mine. I would hate for anyone to wait for sun in the shadows. Ugh. That's wow. good. That's very good. That's very nice. good, Adam. And that 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 line. I hope her life wasn't polluted by mine. That's just yeah. That's true, like though. oh, yeah. that's hilarious because that's like yeah, that's what I think all the time. It's like God, I just ruined that person's life. Like I think that yeah. all the yeah. time. No, definitely. That's pretty much how the mindset goes. And yeah, you yeah. don't intend it to happen. It just yeah, it's one of those you happens. <clears throat> What, whether or not you are, you always feel that you're toxic. That's sort of the, that's sort of the 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 thing of of dealing with with any sort of mental health issue. I would think, mm-hmm. um, you know, is that that whole idea of of self doubt and that people might have been, that people might have been better off if they had not have crossed your path. And, exactly, because um, mm-hmm. you're always just like you feel always like a broken kind of broken like i'm I'm no good for you right but at the same time i can offer so much but i shouldn't <laughs> like right you know? right no thank you thank you for yeah for thanks, sharing man. that man that's that's really that's it's good that's really good yeah thanks man. um yeah <laughs> that just yeah i mean like that that whole thing talking about you know like if you think you're toxic it's like whenever there's no um external reason for your you're suffering, then right. you automatically think I'm the problem. Right. Mm-hmm. I yeah. always think that. I, I'm pretty sure I ruined Mariah's life when we got married. <laughs> <laughs> ruined all, ruined everyone's lives, but they also yeah. love me, so it's great. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah. um, I don't deserve this. I always, <laughs> oh man, I tell myself that every day, but like in a good way. It's like, right. like man, I totally, I'm the luckiest bastard alive. Yeah. That's yeah. that's I you know. <laughs> family what can you ask for more you i know, know. yeah well th- well no i'm just kidding <laughs> you can ask for you know, composure uh, a lot of things <laughs> yeah there, there are several things that i think could be upgraded yeah um, about me not about my family <laughs> don't don't if, get that if you guys up. don't mind i mean i have an, i have something wrote, wrote today it kind of yeah. like uplifts yeah. it a little more it's not so it. like down yeah go for it it's kind of like my mindset now yeah go for it uh, it's, it's kind of cool to see both sides of the coin so yeah go for it Okay, so this was written today. Um, like I'm talking like probably an hour before I came over here. Oh, so right. yeah. It's pretty fresh um, and pretty just thrown together. Um, I'll just go. I've never drowned, but I felt that moment of sudden sheer, sheer panic and those gasps of what feel like your last couple breaths of air. I imagine drowning feels a lot like that, except more wet. It's those moments of being out of control of a situation, feeling like every exit has been barricaded, being completely alone in your struggle for equilibrium. I can literally hear my own heartbeat in those moments, a rapid pulse plummeting down an elevator shaft to its demise. For seconds that feel like hours, I am dying. This was my life every day for years, and it changed the way I make any and every decision in my life. 
The fear of anxiety controlled me, and I would literally avoid the discomfort at any cost. My solution at the time? Alcohol. Alcohol and medications that shouldn't have been mixed. I forced myself to portray an image that was normal. But while my exterior illustrated happiness, my interior screamed in distress. Writing became my way of quieting down the depression and my escape from reality. However, my reality was causing me to change the characteristics I loved about myself. I was becoming someone I despised. And then my little one came along, my nephew, my godson. He made me want to be a better person. He gave me the strength to not let it control me. I wanted him to be able to look up to me when he got older. And although the battle is still continuing to this day, I have gained the upper hand. I have tackled obstacles and accomplished things I could have not imagined doing in 2010. I fell in love. I got crushed from it. I got back up from it. I failed in school. I graduated with a BS in college. I gave up the idea of theater arts because of the pressure only to fall in love with it more than I ever imagined. And although I still get moments that feel like I'm drowning, I no longer fear the waves that are coming because I refuse my chance at life to be inhibited by the worries instilled in me by mental demons. The easiest way to prevent drowning is studying, is staying out of the water, but I'm still going to swim. That was awesome. I like it. That's good. Yeah, I like it. I think it's really good for people to hear, too. Thank yeah. you for reading that, man. You're welcome, yeah, man. No, yeah, I appreciate definitely. you guys letting me read. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, no, we, you know? we, we appreciate you coming on and, and, and sharing and being such a, I don't know, just a, this was good. This, this our this, this our first guest, you know. So um, I Yay. think I think this is just another uh, another. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. You know, another sort of it's it's been a good episode so far. Oh, I'm, totally, I'm, yeah. I'm pleased. So yeah, thank you very much for coming on, man. Yeah, I sure. really appreciate no, I, it. I appreciate it. Thanks for letting me talk so much right now. So yeah, <laughs> no, no, good. this good. was a lot of fun, you're man. Good. You know, to use the old uh, the the old uh, psychiatrist thing of this is your hour. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So. Um, is there anything you like want to give a shout out to or anything before we close up here? Um, like are we like plugs or just like yeah, whatever, <laughs> just whatever. If you want to, you know, just whatever you want to say. You want people to follow you on Instagram? Uh, you know, if you're interested in more of my writing, I guess yeah, and any of my random um, rants that I always make on Snapchat, follow me at Adam Legos. That's all one word. That's two G's. Um, I tend to be pretty what I think to be funny on Snapchat. And if not that, I'm usually just working out or with my family. And then my Instagram is kind of cluttered with a bunch of family and some of my writing. So um, great. Yeah. I mean, like usually it's not as personal, but Adam um, Legos with two G's. Adam Legos with two G's, one word. And he loves Whoppers candy. I hate Whoppers. I hate everything about the word Whoppers. This is Adam's address. Send him Whoppers. <laughs> Send no, him. You know what? My coworkers put Whoppers on my computer and like on my car after that Snapchat. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. But uh, I told I told everyone on Snapchat about that I'm doing this and I'll probably tell him again when it gets put out. So um I'll try to get it out as soon as possible, but I'll let you know. No, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. What if though we out here? I honestly, I don't think I'm going to have to edit much. I'm just going to be like, cut out that bullshit at the beginning and but then just, put it out. And yeah. then what about that one part? Are we just going to leave that one in? Maybe. We'll see. We might. We'll see we'll what might. happens. We'll, we'll just see. Gonna yeah. Test the waters yeah, on that the, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably edit it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll edit this Probably out so. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, thank you. Thank you very much for coming on, Adam. Thanks. Yeah, man. And, um, I, and I just want to say thank you for you guys having me. I want to thank... Um, my really, really close friends who have dealt with my anxiety and depression through its worst and the ones I was able to open up to as embarrassing at the time as it was. Now I'm not embarrassed because, you know, what I, I take pride in who I am. I take pride in what was and what is and 
you know, I'm, I'm not going to change that for anybody. You know, if, if you if you find it weird and odd and treat me differently, that's that's fine. But I'm going to keep being me. I'm going to keep doing what I do. And uh, everyone that wants to tag along on the journey, then great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, that that you're talking about friends and stuff. Something that has been kind of just heavy on my mind lately has been um, just the idea of a support system. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, if if you're somebody that, you know, deals with with anxiety, depression, thoughts of self-doubt, anything like that, um, just just remember your support system. Remember to um, to find those people that that if all they do is they just sit there and they just listen to you and that's it. Um, and if you're somebody that knows somebody that deals with anxiety, depression, just, just the idea of just sitting and listening and just being there for them can do more for them than any sort of compliments or anything like that. In a lot of cases that, that you, that, that you could, you could give them. That's something we've discussed mm-hmm. on previous episodes. Um, so, you know, as, as, as I said at the, at, at the, the start of the show, we are not mental health professionals. Um, but if you do feel that you need that, please get the help. Um, and I, we've already had a couple folks that have asked questions about, um, avenues that they can go through to, to, to get some help. Um, we are working on, on trying to get that info for you guys. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, um, hopefully sometime soon we'll be, we'll be able to post it. Um, if you guys can email us, um, what's our email address? Jason, (laughs) Jason's going to look up the email address. I think it's just downercast at gmail.com. Okay. It's probably just downercast at gmail.com. I'm double checking right now. Okay. And you know, for people that are like struggling, you know, and they they feel like they have no outlets, like you were saying, um, and they don't even know what psychiatrist or if they even want to try a psychiatrist, you know, there's other, other methods that everyone can go to, you know, see your primary care physician and, Mm -hmm. and, and don't be afraid to open up, you know, there's the reason why they're there and they're not going to judge you. And if you feel like you're being judged by your, you know, doctor your personal home mm-hmm. doctor then then find a new one you know because yeah. you need to be comfortable with the person you're with yeah right? absolutely oh, definitely. and you yeah. should be able to say like hey look something's wrong like you yep. know either mentally or i don't know what it is but i i need i need help and, and so, don't yeah when and and adam adam works in the medical field and yeah. I, I always i always like i always like when um people that people that work in the medical field um they know what it is to be yeah. an advocate for a patient uh-huh. and um my, my my wife is a nurse so yeah. um you know yeah, um, and that's why I want to go I'm going to you know go to school next year applying for next, I'm applying for physician uh, be a physician assistant and um nice. I I want to you know not only help people because I I feel like you know I would have wanted that right you know and and not even necessarily with just anxiety like it could be anything like um or you know and just depression we got a lot of people working with hands that have like traumatic um, injuries and that they, they, they just kind of change their lives as far as right. work. And then that changes their, their habits. And next thing you know, like these people are struggling with like depression and they're, they're embarrassed and scared about it. And I completely understand how that feels, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I know prescriptions, you know, whether you take Paxil, you know, out of van, whatever you're taking, it only does so much, you know, a lot of it yeah. comes down to being able to talk and, and try to live your life again. That was what I was going to say is if, if you find a doctor, don't go to a, don't go to a doctor that's just going to throw pills at you. Exactly. I went to, a th- to therapy for, for like six months and my therapist was really cool. Like, like at just listening and, and actually giving me ideas on how to, how to cope with things on my own. Right. And, and of course, you know, he did also suggest having people around, which I didn't take his advice there until, until it was a grown ass man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cause it's tough. It's tough to express yourself sometimes because you don't know how to. Yeah. When I was like 15, it was just like, 
no, I didn't. I had one person that I, that was like my best friend, but I still didn't really, you know, uh, even like open up to him or anything. Right. But, but until later, you know, whenever I finally realized like this stuff is real and it's part of me and I need to talk about it. You know? Yeah. And it's not and going away. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah. Even um, though you think to yourself, like it's going to go away on its own. Right. Yeah. It's it's no. not like it's not like a physical injury that'll heal itself. Yeah, but you know, when, you know initially you just you don't know what to make of it. You exactly, know? and it's it's new. I mean, some people deal with it as far back as they can remember. Me personally, I'm lucky to have it's lived it's carelessly funny. without yeah. having to think so much about my process of it's, what I do. It's funny you say that because there's so many things, and I know that like people talk about repressed memories and stuff. Uh-huh. There's so many things I don't remember, and all I remember is the bad shit. No, like, yeah. like, like these horrible traumatic experiences I had. I remember those, but like, I don't remember like birthdays or Christmases or like anything fun. You know, <laughs> well, I remember freaking out at those events. Maybe that's about it. Right. Yeah, right. there yeah. was a couple of those. You know? Yeah, but um, I but, remember I went to Disneyland at my ten ten with my family. <laughs> Sorry, to, I know we're trying to wrap the show up, but I remember no, we went. No, to, it's good. I remember. We'll um, edit this out when it was no. like the worst at, at at its peak. You know. I was not going to end up going with my family. I went because I was like, don't be weird. Like, go. Just deal with it. Your family's never going to forgive you if you miss out on this giant trip that you guys make every year. So <laughs> we went, and it was the worst experience ever. <laughs> and no, I, I'm not kidding. Like, I had zero fun. I was. <laughs> I went on one ride. I went on one ride the entire time, and then I just sat down outside the whole time. Every time they got on rides, I just would chill out there. And they're like, why aren't you going on the rides? And I would just make excuses up because I didn't really tell my family at the moment, like, what I was really feeling, so I would just be like, oh, "I don't feel good," or My "I just want to," or you. like, "No, those rides, those rides are whack. I don't want to go on." I'm like, you know, I'd make up some excuse, and like, it sucks so bad because I wanted to have fun, yeah. I wanted to enjoy yeah. it, and like, it was just crowded with people, and lines were just crowded. Everything was crowded, and everything yeah. was just. I was I didn't know these people. I didn't wasn't like, what if I freak out right now? I'm around right. strangers, you know, like, right. yeah, no, like it yeah. was terrible. Yeah. Happiest place on earth, my ass. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what that is. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, no, yep. but I always remember that trip because. I'm better, you know. I'm better yeah. since then. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I still hate lines. Still fucking hate lines. <laughs> oh, every yeah, time I too. see every time I see traffic and lines, I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I swear way more like when I'm in traffic than oh, I yeah. do any other road, Oh, absolutely. The road rage comes the out worst, of you. Yeah. The worst thing in the world is having kids in the car and being stuck in traffic. Because somebody Cause cuts you, you off, you strong. just want to go, you wanna go, you mother I I do that, I do that and then like I'll start and then I'll I'll actually start. I'll I'll say fa, and then I'll just like have to say another word. Right. That yeah. Starts. I'll just be like, like, oh God, God down. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> the latest has been like, I don't know what it is lately. For some reason, I'll be driving, and it'll be a green light, and someone will slow all the way down at the intersection for the green light. Yeah. And not go. And I'll go, it's green, drive. And Annie will be in the back. She goes, it's green, drive. And I'm like, oh, because I'm glad I said that and not, you yeah, know. Right. When, when some asshole, like, cuts me off, I always go, what the fun? What the fun? What the fun? <laughs> what the fun? Yep. That's and I know that's horrible because my son's going to say that at school one yep. day and his teacher's going to be like, excuse me? That's probably why I Snapchat and drive so much is because it kind of distracts me from the fact that I'm a- I'm actually that's, driving uh, right now. You just admitted to committing a crime. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Anyone that watches my Snapchats, notorious for snap snapping and driving. Oh, yeah. So, um, but, I am, but I am good at it. We do we do not condone snapping and no. driving. No, no, no. We don't no. condone no. anything illegal whatsoever. In this it right. is illegal to hold your phone and drive it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, on that note, there again, this is Downercast. That's right. Um, I'm Brian. I'm Jason. 
and this has I'm been special guest Adam. This has been our special guest Adam. Uh, thank you again for coming on, man. Thank you so much for um, sharing all that cool stuff. Absolutely, no, absolutely. I look forward um, to hearing this and passing it around. And hell yeah, who knows? Tell your friends. Exactly. Tell your friends. Tell all your friends. That's right, everybody. Tell your friends. Uh, find us on Twitter at Downercasters. I, I hate that. I wish they would have just let us put the at Downercast. Yeah. But whatever. Um, Facebook is. We'll just search Downercast. And because um, we don't quite have enough followers yet, still. Even, no. Nope. You tell your have... friends. Just fucking follow our page. God damn it. So we can. So we can. <laughs> so we can have change a URL. our URL to facebook.com slash Downercast. I'm gonna snap hype it like crazy. I'm kind of. That's what I'm talking about. So there we go. There <laughs> awesome. we go. Um, other than that, um, oh, we're part of um, Longbox.fm now. We are. That's that's very cool. Thank you to Chris Doughty for uh, that's right for including us on the Longbox.fm sort of family of podcasts. That's pretty cool. Yep, all these local podcasts in one on one page. Mm-hmm, that's um, very cool. So yeah, you can check out uh, that movie podcast. You can check out uh, Firefly podcast, Nerd Noise. That um, movie, which that movie podcast, right? The Dirty Dowdy podcast, which well, is sort of yeah, yeah. that is the that longbox.fm. That's right. They're starting. They started an open mic podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, they they got a bunch. There's a bunch of stuff. There's the local music revolution, which I haven't listened to yet, but um, right, yeah. Um, I just I just became friends with him on on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I gotta I gotta check that out because Jason and I are both uh, musicians. So that's right. That's right. So. so yeah, all right. Well, uh, we still have no idea how to open the show or, or end close it. or end it. So um, until next time, this yeah. has been uh, Downercast. That's right. Bye, everybody. We love you. Bye, bye. <laughs>